0: Hey everybody! Happy Easter to you. Uh, happy Easter, 2022. It's been a um, it's been a really good week this week. Um, um, I think it was two Sundays ago um, where we had general conference, and the challenge was there for me was to spend the next two weeks trying to um, prepare for Easter Sunday and to evaluate my life and evaluate the things that I do and how I can improve my life and uh, ready myself for Easter and to, you know, appreciate Easter a little bit more and the resurrection of the Savior Jesus Christ and have a deeper meaning to it as you, as you thought about your life and, and how um, he affects your life. So this, this week I've been working on that. I've been trying to um, control myself a little bit more. I've been trying to think more positively. Um, and I have to say throughout this last couple of weeks that I've noticed a difference in in, in things for me. Uh, work has been going so much better, more calm, Uh, the days are not as confusing um, and um, up in the air all the time, which can be because you can go in and have your whole... manifest just completely screwed up, the SID numbers messed up and backwards and things like that, or uh, wrong, or having packages that are not supposed to be on your truck, they're on your truck, or you're missing packages and things like that. So it can get really frustrating and hard sometimes, and it, what it does in the, in the long run just makes your day a little bit, makes your day longer than it needs to be in many cases. And um, I don't know, maybe it's just coincidence or what. I don't think so. But I like to think that because I was trying to focus on the better things in life and what I'm supposed to do as an individual, as a person, as a fellow human being, as a fellow citizen, things like that, and trying to walk a little bit closer to the ideals um, that's uh, that Christ taught when He was here on the earth to be kind and gentle and forgiving, and um, I, I have really noticed that uh, uh, a lot more this last couple of weeks than prior. One thing I have noticed is that um, this is the first uh, job that I think I've ever had that's been, like, really a blue-collar job, except for maybe when I was in high school when I was working for Arby's. <laughs> um, that, was my, that was my first job. Um, this is the first job that I've had that I've actually kind of been out and doing doing this kind of work that I'm doing. I've always been, you know, suit and ties, you know, uh, Business casual kind of situation with my work and sales and things like that. And it is what I have discovered is I really kind of like this. And the reason why I like it is because I get to, if you want to lack of a better word, kind of hobnob with people who are like just down to earth people. They're out working. I I deliver to a lot of farmers and just, you know, um, mine workers and cattlemen and people who are just out every day making their living um and working their butts off you know and um what i have found is when i'm out uh, there's kind of like this unspoken kind of um understanding with one another and i you know you have your you have your few people that are you know that are just sometimes are jerks and um Treat you, treat you badly, and that's just the way they are. But what I've discovered is that so many people are so nice out there, and um, and you're doing a good job. And I was delivering yesterday, Saturday, and uh, this gentleman comes out. I had a, a, a four-part trampoline um, delivery for him, and if you ever bought a trampoline, you know at Costco or sam's club or somewhere before you know those boxes are they're heavy um and they are awkward and huge and they're hard to uh, to get off your truck and they're you, know, you can't deliver without a hand truck really or you just back them up and you drive up you know back up to the their garage door or whatever and you just kind of like slide them out the back of your truck and leave them there anyway he came out and um I had these, these I think it was a four-part trampoline. like It was like a big rectangular thing. And he comes out, and uh, he says, I knew you were coming today because I got a notification that you guys are going to be delivering today. And I wanted to come out here and help you because uh, I knew that these boxes were going to be huge. And so he helped me get them off the truck. And uh, we dropped them right there next to the garage. And he, uh, he thanked me for uh, working on this Easter weekend. He says, I really do appreciate you coming out here. Um, you know, I could have had this delivered, you know, next week. It didn't make a big deal, but I really appreciate you coming out here on Easter weekend to do this and, and working. And just wanted to let you know that, that, uh, that your efforts don't go um, unnoticed. And I really appreciated that. I really did. It kind of made my whole day, actually. <laughs> Excuse me. And... Um, and uh, so it kind of like finished off the rest of the day and it uh, just went really well. And uh, um, and I, I, you know, I did, and it finished off a whole week of trying to um, be aware of, of my thoughts and my actions when it comes to my fellow man. And um, during this week as well, I've been trying to um, read and um, study and to listen to uplifting things and uh, um, not only on a secular Thing because I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of political stuff and things like that. But I also like to listen to uh, uh, you know different talks and devotional type of things that have a have a message to it of of peace and harmony and things like that. And I ran across this um, this talk uh, that I wanted to play just a short portion to you, and um, I really it really hit home to me. It really hit. Uh, right square, you know, right in my heart When I was listening to it The whole, uh, the whole talk is just wonderful It's uh, by uh, Jeffrey Holland he, he actually was my um, The president of BYU When I was going to BYU in the 80s And he's now one of the uh, apostles in the church One of the leaders in the church And this is him speaking um, Talking about the grandeur of God and I want you to pay particular attention to this portion that I that I um, that I pulled out, um, and I think it goes along with Easter as far as the resurrection, and in and, and his message to the world to follow him to uh, be obedient to his commandments, and the lack of that obedience to the commandments is where we are is one of the reasons and probably a major reason why we are where we are today in this world. And it just really struck me. Uh, So here, I'm going to play this for you, okay? Just hopefully this will, I got it queued up here, so go ahead.
1: How grateful we are for all the scriptures, especially the scriptures of the Restoration, that teach us the majesty of each member of the Godhead. How we would thrill, for example, if all the world would receive and embrace the view of the Father so movingly described in the Pearl of Great Price. There, in the midst of a grand vision of humankind, which heaven opened to his view, Enoch, observing both the blessings and challenges of mortality, turns his gaze toward the Father and is stunned. To see him weeping. He says in wonder and amazement to this most powerful being in the universe, how is it that thou canst weep? Thou art just and merciful, kind forever. Peace is the habitation of thy throne, and mercy shall go before thy face and have no end. How is it thou canst weep? Looking out on the events of almost any day, God replies, Behold these, thy brethren. They are the workmanship of mine own hands. I gave unto them a commandment that they should love one another and that they should choose me, their father. But behold, they are without affection and they hate their own blood. Wherefore should not the heavens weep, seeing these shall suffer? That single riveting scene does more to teach the true nature of God than any theological treatise that could ever be written. It also helps us understand much more emphatically that vivid moment in the Book of Mormon allegory of the olive tree when, after digging and dunging, watering and weeding, trimming, pruning, transplanting, and grafting, the great Lord of the vineyard throws down his spade and his pruning shears and weeps, crying out to any who would listen, what could I have done more for my vineyard? What an end.
0: I was listening to this, and I hope, uh, I know I kind of cut it off here a little bit more, but I was listening to this, and the whole talk is just wonderful. Um, It talks about uh, Christ's purpose here in life, uh, bringing the good news and the gospel of Jesus Christ and the gospel of repentance and things like that. Um, But it also talked about his life as a testament of his Father, that he came here to do the will of the Father, and his whole life was dedicated to, to that which the father would have him do. That he, that he does nothing that he hasn't seen his father do. He says nothing that his father has not said to him. And it's just another testament uh, of, of God's life and, his, and God's love for us. And I look at the world today, and I look at the declining numbers of people who are going to church Who have given up on their religious upbringing and claim that they are not, that they're uh, spiritual, but they're not religious or they don't um, profess to follow any kind of religious uh, tenets any longer. And families are being destroyed with uh, increasing numbers of divorce. Um, our, our families are, are being torn apart um, Right and left And and uh, freedoms that we have, used to have as families We don't have anymore um, Parents and children are, are at odds with each other Because of secular teachings and things like that From schools uh, Where we have educational system Teaching your children That you don't have a right to be involved in the decisions in, in your kids' lives. And it's just a separation. It's a, it's, a, it's a continued separation. Instead of loving one another, instead of looking at each, at each other with um, as we should be as brothers and sisters, which we are, and having love for one another, uh, it makes me weep. And I can see you know, I can see God weeping when he looks at the people and the population that he has created. And we are mean to each other. And we look at our differences rather than those things that bring us together. And this division has to stop. And it's the only thing that's ever really going to change the direction to which uh, on the, the path that we're on today. It, let me tell you something. It's not going to be... About who you elect, which, but though, when I say that, it, it is important who you elect and who you vote for and things like that. Um, but it, it really concerns me, like who do who do you vote for today? You know, who, what who who has these kinds of values um, that. Uh, Elder Holland here was just talking about uh, that have the love of each and every individual in, in their hearts, and who won't uh, talk about division and things like that, who will explain truth to you. And I've said it before, you know, like my father taught me um, teach correct and true principles. And then people will need to. To learn to govern themselves better, but we need good leaders that teach good messages, and live by principle. and And I just, I don't see it in the in the world today. I just don't see it. I don't see it in our political leaders, which is a shame. Um, because those who drafted our constitution, those who drafted this country, I believe were were worthy people uh, who were playing a part. In developing a a constitution, a great governing uh, ideology and um, idea um, that has lasted is been one of the greatest uh, accomplishments uh, that man has done on this earth. This the Constitution that we that we live by here in the United States. It's phenomenal, and this country is phenomenal. Yet we are guided and directed, and increasingly guided and directed by people who are trying to divide us. We're the, the message is to divide, to divide, um, you know, from our color of our skin, uh, whether we're male or female. Um, whether you, you know, love your history, love your country, right down to families and uh it's, it's not the message that, that um, I, I believe that God wants to be um, sh- uh, shared out there in the world today. And this is why he does, I believe he weeps for, um, for us. And we need to change this. And um, so when we, when we vote and when we look at people that are running for office... We need to really look at people who are going to really honestly, not just a political slogan or anything like that, really look at who these people are and um, who are really um, on a path that they want to bring uh, us together instead of separate us, because that is the mission of the that's the mission of the church. That's the mission that the Savior came here to to share um it's important that we that we be obedient and even though sometimes we don't understand all the the commandments or we feel like some of the commandments aren't um, you know true for today and they're old and they're encumbersome uh, uh, they're not really they, they aren't if you look at them all of them um, all the ten Commandments and the and, and uh, God's will, uh, and obedience to him are only designed for one thing, and it's to help us to be freer and to be happier as a people when we follow his his covenants. And we really need to, um, you know, like Mary and um, the in the apostles when the Easter morning when Mary Magdalene went to the went to the sepulcher and the stone was rolled away from the sepulcher and she looked inside and the savior wasn't there and she ran uh, to the apostles after she had seen that he was missing he ran to the apostles and let him know that he was risen and then the apostles ran to the sepulcher to witness for themselves and we need to be the same kind of people we need to we need to be the kind of people that are that are proactive in and moving towards and running towards that which is good, and, and that which is evil will be overtaken. Where darkness is overshadowed by light is always the case and will always be the case. We need to be like Peter when Christ came to him and bade him to follow him. And Peter didn't think about it. He didn't hem-haw around. He dropped his net, and he straightway followed after him. And that is exactly what we need to do. We need to operate sometimes in our lives and many times in our lives. We need to operate on faith, even though we may not understand or we may not have a perfect, clear picture of everything that we need to have a clear picture of. Okay, life is very messy. Life is confusing. Uh, It's like a roller coaster ride. And it's got its ups and downs, and sometimes that downward, that downward shot is really breathtaking and hard to take. And you just kind of keep holding your breath until you get to the bottom of it, and you you just you 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 just hanging on with everything that you had until that until you start rising again. And uh, that's the way life is, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Unfortunately, and the way that you get through it is your faith. And these are the principles that we have lost in this country. These are the principles that need to be restored in this country and to its people. Truth needs to be the governing uh, power uh, in the world today, not a bunch of secular ideas that, you know, because it's, you know, you know, 2022 that God doesn't exist and God doesn't matter anymore. uh, And we have... um, you know, develop this, this idol, (laughs) for lack of better words, this idol to take his place. And you're not going to, you just can't, you're not going to be able to do that because it's, um, because God's eternal and his, his, his words don't cease to exist, uh, because men try to change them and try to, uh, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, um, cater and make them cater to their individual needs and circumstances listen um, just a little message I wanted to put out there uh, today uh, for this uh, 2022 Easter Easter Sunday I am thankful for all the wonderful things that I have been given in my life and I am thankful so thankful that um, when I Error and I make uh, decisions that are improper, and I sin. That I can receive a forgiveness uh, from those things if I prob- if I properly repent and try to change my life for the better. I'm so thankful for that knowledge uh, that I have. I, I to tell you the truth, I'm thankful that I have uh, feelings of guilt because guilt to me has always been a um, the feeling is, is has always helped me to become a better person. Guilt is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. A lot of in the world today we we guilt people look at guilt like they should be feel guilty for anything that they do. Guilt is a bad thing and it's not really it's not really a bad thing. In fact, it's completely the opposite. Guilt usually comes from your con. It comes from your conscience because you're doing something that's contrary to that, which is good and true and light. And if you look at it that way, and then you try to understand why you're feeling guilty, okay, and understand the concept that you have broken or have uh, varied from, and if you try to understand that and you try to equalize that, you'll understand that guilt is good for you, and it helps you to grow. Um, It helps you to learn and hopefully not make the same mistakes over and over and over again, which is just frustration. And you talk about hell. That's the hell that people go through because they keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. And um, that's what this Easter Sunday is about. This Easter Sunday is about a new beginning, a resurrection, um, the life of the Savior and him giving us everlasting life that we can uh, look forward to. Um, I know this stuff to be correct for myself, and I've, I've applied much of it in my life, and I am a happier person as a result of it. And I'm thankful for parents that taught me these things. Um, and I, I don't believe them just because my mom and dad taught me these things. I've I've really made an effort to in my life to choose to try to choose, um, and obey his commandments and, and obey what he has asked me to do I'm not, <laughs> I don't do everything perfect I make mistakes um, but at least I have made an effort and that's what uh, I hope that uh, someday when I stand at the pearly gates and I'm standing there in front of my father and he he looks at me and, and says to me uh, well done thy good and faithful servant that's what I want and uh that's what the world needs today. We need that kind of an outlook, I think, today in our world. Hey, uh, everybody, you know, happy Easter. And uh, love you. Thanks for listening. And until next time, you know, the world is a, is a difficult, uh, confusing and place to live. Um, but there are ways that we can make it uh, more enjoyable, more filled with joy, and happiness, and um, I pray that you'll be able to find that for yourself. Thanks for listening.